0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Brotherhood Podcast. Today we're going to be looking at Psalm 51. Now, just to give context for when this psalm was written, uh, David, King David, wrote this psalm after the prophet Nathan confronted him for um, committing adultery, uh, committing murder, and for covering up his sin uh, with Bathsheba. Just to give you context of the story if you haven't heard it, David was on the rooftop during wartime. Now that's the kind of the first problem. The king is with the the people he's with his army. That's where the king should be, is is leading the charge. A leader leads. And he was not. He was complacent and he was uh back in his kingdom in Jerusalem. He's on his rooftop and he sees a beautiful woman bathing. And instead of turning his eyes and um you know, leaving the scene, he he calls to his servants to go and get this woman, he sleeps with her, and gets her pregnant. Finds out that it's Uriah the Hittite's um, wife. Uriah was a leader in his army, uh, counted among his David's mighty men, and uh, basically has Uriah killed. Basically commits murder in order for uh, Uriah not, not to find out that he impregnated um, his wife while Uriah was out fighting. And then on top of that, uh, he is it, it, while he's doing that, he's covering up his sin so that no one would find out. So basically what happens is Dave, Nathan comes and confronts him. And David is like, who is this person who's done this? He deserves to be murdered. Uh, he deserves to be killed. This is terrible. And Nathan says, this person is you. And immediately he's convicted. David is convicted and repents. So he wrote Psalm 51. Uh, directly after this. And uh, so we're going to be looking at uh, verses 1 through um, uh, verses 11. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned, Lord and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict, and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me, yet you desired faithfulness even in the womb. You taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Now, as there always is, there's a lot that we can get into right here. I have a few things that I really wanted to touch on today um, as we're looking at uh, this. First, um, we are called to humility in general as a part of our lives, but in our repentance, Pure and holy uh, confession and repentance has to be, um, it cannot be without humility. It, we, we have to humble ourselves and recognize I am at fault. And so we see, we see here David is, uh, have mercy on me. He's saying, have mercy on me, God, according to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion. And this, this is a man who has recognized his sin and is pleading with the Lord. Lord, I I recognize what I've done wrong. Take away away my impurity. Take away the sin that I have brought into my life and cleanse me. Uh, Verse 3, for I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. But against you and you alone have I sinned. He's recognizing right here that primarily his sin offended and set him apart from God. And he is looking for restoration in that relationship. David here is, is demonstrating pure confession. You can even hear and, and, and read David's humble spirit. So you, are, when he says in verse four, "So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge," it takes a very humble man to say, "In your verdict of uh, uh, you know identifying a sin of my life, Lord, you're right. I am. I'm at fault." Lord, would you heal my brokenness? Would you heal my heart? Would you make me pure? Guys, if I can encourage you right now, that is how we are to approach the Lord when we are approaching the Lord with our sin. Lord, only you can make me clean. I can do nothing on my own except make it worse. And David here is demonstrating a passionate understanding that only his God is able to heal him. Nothing on his own. skipping to verse seven, it says, cleanse me with hyssop and I will be clean. Hyssop was uh, used in ancient times um, as a cleansing, uh, it had a cleansing effect. Uh, It was used in the plague. Uh, It it had um, chest, it helped with chest ailments and leprosy. And uh, symbolically, most cultures viewed it as cleansing the soul. So here David is saying, Cleanse me with hyssop, Lord, come deep into my spirit, and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. In verse eight, David is reminding himself of the joy and gladness that he has experienced in his past. And Lord, help me return to the joy and gladness. Let me hear joy and gladness. of the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out my iniquity. Right here again, David is reiterating that he is recognizing the sin in his life, his actions are wrong, and that God can heal him and can purify him. Now, one of the earliest scriptures I ever memorized was Psalm fifty-one, ten: 10, created me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. You know, we have to focus on the Lord purifying our hearts, purifying our spirits, because we are born in a with sin nature, now we have been made clean and made holy, but there are still strongholds in our lives that are rooted in us that we have to get out, that we have to surrender to the Lord and allow Him to do work inside of us. He will renew a steadfast spirit within us. He will, He always will, and He is faithful to do those things. He is faithful to His people. Now here's the the final verse we're going to be looking at today is verse 12. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Now here's where we're going to be, the last um, verse we're we're going to be looking at today is verse 11. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. If I can be honest, this was the verse that I struggled with the most growing up um, because – I applied it directly to my life and the and any sin that I happen to be walking through. You know, I I, I immediately would say this must be uh, what it, it was kind of attached to um, what we hear, what we read in the the New Testament, being the the unforgivable sin. And so, uh, do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Well, therefore, we're in a difficult season where we you know we're in a time where we can't. Feel the Lord moving in our life. We don't have any an emotional experience anymore. Well, we immediately relate to this first, where it's saying, "Do not cast me from Your presence." Well, oh, if, if I don't feel anything or nothing's happening in my life, therefore, I, I must have been cast from the Lord's presence, but I don't know what I did. And there was so much fear. I don't know if you've ever related to this before, but this was so real for me. Well, brother, I want to encourage you. This is according to the the first covenant, the Old Testament covenant. We are no longer in this. We are in the new covenant. We are covered by the blood of the lamb. In the new covenant, the new believer already has a new heart and the promise of the Holy Spirit. So you and I have the promise of the Holy Spirit living inside of us, and the Lord will not take that away. It does not take away the our, um, our need for restoration and our return to purity and our return to righteousness and allowing the Lord to purify our hearts. But he is not going to remove his spirit from us. Brother, there are times in our lives where we are wrestling with strongholds, we're wrestling with sins in our life, and we have to be humble to go to the Lord and say, Lord, this one's on me. I have sinned and fallen short of your glory. Lord, I repent and I repent and I ask you to, to purify me. This, uh, I love I love Psalm 51 because it provides such a humble and contrite heart in David that we as men today can look at and say, this is the type of man I want to be. That when I sin and when I fall short, I will be vulnerable and admit my sin. I would admit my mistakes and go to the Lord and ask him to renew me. Brother, I hope this was encouraging to you today. I hope that you are um, uplifted and knowing that you can always go to the Lord and he will answer you. He will always respond in your your confession, in your prayer. He is a loving, grace-filled God who loves his children. If this is the first time you've ever heard the Brotherhood Podcast, be sure to subscribe and send it to a friend that might need to be encouraged today. And we'll see you next week.